You're smart. Your TV is smart. That's why you cut the cord. But you need one more thing. Alaska's news source. Watch live or when it's convenient for you. Here's how. Just search Alaska's news source on Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire, or Android TV. Install and enjoy. It's completely free and has everything you need in one spot. Breaking news. Statewide weather. In-depth investigations. Start streaming Alaska's news source live today. Today in the Morning Edition, the Anchorage Assembly still debating the state's new marijuana laws. Hear why some members think the laws are a little too lax. Plus, it's a time program offered by the University of Alaska that supporters say is long overdue. We'll bring you the details behind the state's first veterinary technology program that is coming to Matsu. And Stanley Cup Stampedes, it's this year's hottest status symbol. More on the overnight success for a company that's been around for more than 100 years as the morning edition starts now. Good morning, everyone. Thanks for waking up and joining us. Stanley Cup, no, it's not the hockey trophy. It is the massive cup. I don't have one, but I'm trying to wonder what all the craze is about. It's because it holds <laughs> eyes, but you know how many other you know, types yeah. of uh, products out there that you can keep that eyes for? 12, 24 hours. I mean, and then like it came out in a new color for, you know, February. People were just, it's, it's I blame madness. TikTok. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen Stanley all over Yeah, TikTok. viral whatnot. Well, on this Friday heading into the weekend, weather-wise, what are we uh, looking at? Still holding on to some mild conditions across South Central with those temperatures sitting in the 20s and the 30s. In fact, we're going to continue to see those uh, mild weather or mild afternoons across South Central uh, through at least Sunday before we do see some colder conditions making a return uh, to the region. Those temperatures currently at the airport 24 degrees with winds out of the north at five miles per hour. Uh, that is keeping our wind chills in the upper teens this morning. So not too terribly cold as you step outside. Uh, we are going to see temperatures pretty much uh, reflective of what we saw yesterday back in the upper uh, 20s and lower 30s for those highs. 26 currently in Wasilla, uh, 27 in Palmer as well as uh, Kenai. And then as you head towards the Gulf Coast region, uh, we've got some warmer conditions. 36 in uh, Homer as well as Cordova coming in at 37 degrees. Now we did see some snowfall yesterday. Uh, we did record just under three inches out at the airport or uh, across West Anchorage. Still dealing with some isolated and scattered activity this morning. While most of it will stay confined towards Prince William Sound and southern parts of the Kenai, we'll see some isolated snow showers for inland locations throughout the day. Uh, may see a trace of accumulation. Uh, for Anchorage. Most of the snowfall that we're going to see will fall through Turnigan Pass, uh, really along the Seward Highway, over the Kenai Mountains, uh, Chugach Range as well, uh, out towards Valdez as well as Cordova, seeing that potential for some snow. Elsewhere across South Central, again, may see some flurries or light snow that could bring uh, up to a trace amount of accumulation. So nothing significant here over the next several days outside of uh, areas uh, through the Kenai along uh, Turnigan Pass, Moose Pass, and of course through Whittier and Portage Valley. So temperatures today expected to warm back into the upper 20s uh, and lower 30s. Again, we'll see some isolated snow showers staying with us drier into the weekend. I'll have those details in that seven day for you coming up. Citing public safety concerns, Anchorage's police chief wants assembly members to make the municipality's marijuana regulations stricter in part to match state laws. Steve Kirch reports on the chief speaking out as the muni considers bringing local marijuana rules into compliance with state laws. State law actually gives you the ability to prohibit it. Anchorage Police Chief Michael Curls urging to assembly members. They have the power to make marijuana policy stricter than state law. Here's a sentence in the state code that basically sums it up. It says, unless prohibited by local law. 
comes as they discussed two proposed ordinances at Wednesday's Public Safety Committee meeting. Supporters say the changes will bring the muni into compliance with state laws passed last year, including allowing drive-through service. It's difficult to identify people in there. But the chief worried drive-throughs will make it more difficult for marijuana retailers to check if someone's intoxicated or old enough to make a purchase. You're not going to see the signs of intoxication or impairment if you're in the vehicle. While Marijuana Industry Association Vice President Trevor Haynes called the chief's assessment fair, but he says some may see it differently. There might actually be circumstances where you have more evidence that someone is intoxicated because you're actually watching them drive through a drive through. Haynes also said drive through access has the potential to improve safety for marijuana retailer employees who feel safer selling that way. And they're talking about bulletproof glass and, you know, reinforced walls around the drive through itself so it's extra secure. So chance of robberies through drive throughs they can conceal themselves a lot better. It just poses more risk there. And the chief's disagreement goes farther with allowing free samples, saying they could make it easier for minors to access marijuana. It's fair to say that you're not so familiar with a lot of what you were talking about technically, but you were describing anecdotally. Positions Assemblymember George Martinez asked the chief if they were based on fact or opinion. George, in my, in my opinion, the ability to check somebody's level of intoxication through a drive-through window is a lot harder than it is in person. A heated issue now continuing to be a heated debate over what Anchorage's marijuana rules will soon look like. Steve Kirch, Alaska's News Source. And the Anchorage Assembly is scheduled to take this up at its next regular meeting on Tuesday. However, Assembly Member Kevin Cross says it could very well be postponed. Well, the currently slated Albertsons-Kroger merger is receiving mixed reaction from Alaskans. Thursday's roundtable discussion comes after Safeway and Cars owner Albertsons and Fred Meyer owner Kroger announced a deal in September that would lead to the divestment of hundreds of locations, including 14 in Alaska, to meet merger requirements. Those stores are expected to be sold to CNS wholesale grocers. Yesterday, Peltola said the merger is no laughing matter and a serious issue. Her main concerns being over grocery store employees, grocery prices, stores being at reasonable distances, and the stock inside those stores. The Alaska Teamsters Union, Peltola, and several state lawmakers agree the merger is a statewide issue, with the congresswoman saying once the merger is done, there would be no do-over. The more power and the more consolidated they are, the more challenging it is. And we see that with every sector, but certainly the grocery sector is no different. And so we that that is a real clear threat and i think one that we should be speaking to this is something that's going to affect all of us one way or another with what we can buy at the grocery stores what we have access to and a huge part of food security alaska's new source reached out to the companies involved in the merger but didn't receive a response as of now these specific locations that are to be sold in alaska have not yet been announced and peltola encourages people to submit letters with concerns to the federal trade commission well, the railroad and the city of Wasilla took a major step to help alleviate a burden for commuters along Connect Goose Bay Road. The Alaska Railroad is a vital lifeline for the state, carrying hundreds of thousands of people and 3.7 million tons of goods every year. But its tracks also cross many busy roads, often causing delays and frustration for drivers. One of the well-known spots for that is the KGB in Wasilla, where the train would stop traffic every time that it picked up or even dropped off passengers. But not anymore. 
The city of Wasilla and the railroad celebrated the opening of a new train depot at a location where more crossing guards and waiting for the train to pass will no longer be worries for drivers. Today was the very first day that the train stopped at the new location of the depot. We've worked really hard to uh, get this done. There'd be 60 to 80 cars backed up on, not only on Connect uh, Goose Bay Road, but also on Parks Highway. It, it just caused havoc with the traffic. Mayor of Wasilla, Glenda Ledford, says the new train depot is not only a relief for the drivers who use KGB often, but it's also a key step to boost the city's tourism as the state of Alaska prepares for another summer. It's something new for Alaska that supporters say is much needed. Starting this fall, UAA's Matsu College will offer the state's first veterinary technology program. As Lauren Maxwell tells us, some say the program is long overdue. You may have heard about the shortage of veterinarians in Alaska, but there's also a shortage of vet techs. And when it comes to caring for animals, their jobs are critically important. <laughs> At All Creatures Veterinary Clinic in Wasilla, Christina Rose does a little bit of everything. A licensed vet tech for nearly two years, her job keeps her busy. One day you may be in surgery, you may be like taking care of appointments, talking to clients, pharmacy, things like that. You may be doing all that in the same day. So it just really varies. Vet techs are the nurses of the veterinary world, and most veterinarians say they couldn't do without them. Oh, good puppy. Veterinary technicians really, I feel, are so much the heart and the soul of a veterinary practice, and they are the ones that get so much of the work done. Trouble is, there simply aren't enough. I have been a veterinarian uh, for now 30 years, and as long as I've been a veterinarian, there's been a technician shortage, but it keeps getting worse and worse. Dr. Judy Montalbano helped develop the program that Matsu College will begin this fall. The two-and-a-half-year program will lead to an associate's degree in applied science and prepare graduates to take a national exam so they can become licensed. Back at the clinic, Christina Rose says there's something special about working with animals. She says she's glad the new program may allow more people to do just that. Now, one thing to know, the program is competitive. They're only accepting 16 students for the fall semester, and they'll need to apply by March 1st. In the Valley, I'm Lauren Maxwell, Alaska's News Source. And the school is holding an informational session on the Vet Tech program on January 10th. You can find all those details at alaskasnewsource.com. Well, the Anchorage Museum has free general admission to Alaska Native visitors. A big portion of what's displayed in the museum tells the story of Alaska Native culture. Its director and CEO says it prioritizes strengthening relationships with indigenous communities, and free admission honors that relationship. I think it honors our place. We are the Anchorage Museum. We sit on uh, the traditional lands of Alaska Native people. Our collection features cultural belongings of Alaska Native people and removing barriers to access to those objects, to education, to cultural knowledge, I think uh, helps us fulfill that mission and helps us serve communities better. The museum had free admission during the Alaska Federation of Natives Convention and on Indigenous Peoples Day. Alaska Native visitors can self-declare at the museum ticket counter to get free admission. No ID or tribal enrollment information is needed. 
Still ahead, all eyes on Iowa as Republican candidates make their final pitch to voters. With so much on the line, the days are long and the attacks are increasingly sharp. Still holding on to some flurry possibility as we head throughout the day. I'll have more details on that in that weekend forecast. But first, sunrise this morning, 10-10, sunset, 3:59, five hours and 49 minutes of daylight. Well, things once again beginning to quiet down. We did see that snowfall yesterday. May even see some light snow flurries throughout uh, the day today for inland locations. But active coastal weather, that is set to stay with us as we welcome in the weekend as those storms continue to move in from the west. Uh, we are expected to see most of the uh, wintry mix uh, events as we head into the weekend, primarily staying confined uh, through Prince William Sound. Temperatures also staying above normal. Highs 5 to 10 degrees uh, above where we should be for this time of year. And with that snowfall that we did see yesterday in Anchorage, uh, that officially brought our total to 82.2 inches uh, for the season, which is still currently the snowiest on record normal season to date. Uh, 38.5 inches. So we're beginning to approach uh, that 50 inches above where we should be for this time of year. So a very active uh, winter season uh, is what we've been dealing with. Wind chill of 18 in Anchorage, 15 below in Fairbanks, 26 below in Dead Horse, uh, and 10 degrees currently in Nome, while areas out towards uh, southeast seeing those wind chills in the 20s uh, and the 30s. Still seeing many areas across the state up under winter weather advisories, blizzard warnings, uh, which continue as you head out towards the slope. We're still seeing some of those gustier conditions. A winter storm watch has been issued for southwest Alaska. Uh, and then parts of the Aleutians up under a hurricane force wind warning. Uh, this comes ahead of that next storm system that's just south of the Aleutians uh, that will build into the region as we welcome in our Saturday. So that's the storm we've been dealing with the past several days. Uh, continues to weaken in the eastern bearing, but this is the storm we continue to watch uh, for the weekend uh, for the Aleutians. High winds targeting the eastern Aleutians as we welcome in our Saturday. A gust to 90 miles per hour, and of course we can see those seas uh, up to 45 feet as well. So certainly talking about an intense storm. Uh, track or current track looks to uh, make it more of a, a faster approach to the Aleutian. So it uh, likely could be a fast-moving storm system that will only stay with us uh, Saturday into Sunday. So we do have uh, some scattered areas of wintry mix through coastal regions of South Central this morning. Uh, we are expected to see temperatures once more. Uh, warm into the afternoon hours. We're talking about upper 20s and lower 30s uh, with the Gulf Coast region seeing those temperatures warm once more uh, near 40 degrees. So keeping with that daily chance of some rain showers for coastal regions with uh, snow inland, uh, you can see even out towards southeast, we'll uh, begin to see some drier conditions making return as we head through the rest of your Friday. So we're really going to trend drier for the remainder of today uh, into Saturday. And then on the heels of that storm that is uh, continuing to weaken, uh, there's that system moving into the Aleutians that could bring us uh, once again some breezy conditions as we welcome in our Sunday and some coastal weather uh, once again expecting more rain and snow to build back into South Central uh, through next week. So highs in the 30s and the 40s as you head through the Kenai down to Kodiak. Uh, winds not much of an issue today. We'll see max winds at 30 uh, miles per hour in Whittier and 25 in Cordova. We could see a couple of inches of snowfall for Valdez and Cordova. Uh, 8 degrees in Golcana. The valley seeing those temperatures uh, in the 20s and the 30s. Uh, some light winds could be expected throughout the day. Uh, but again, those gusty conditions we did see earlier in the week, those have subsided. Uh, light snow looking possible today. We stay near 30 through at least Monday. More snow Sunday night into Monday. Uh, looks to be our best uh, chance, our next best chance. And then you can see through next week, Arion, we do drop uh, back into the upper teens and the lower 20s. So enjoy the warm spell uh, because chillier weather is on uh, heading our way.
All right. Thanks, Aaron. Well, in 10 days, Iowans head to the polls to caucus for their GOP presidential candidates. Most hopefuls are making their final round through the Hawkeye state, including former President Trump, the frontrunner. And President Biden is stepping up his reelection campaign activities, heading to a swing state to deliver a speech on democracy. Drew Petromo is in Washington with more. You're going to get the full load tonight. Republican candidates barnstorming Iowa in the final days before ballots are cast. Thank you, everybody. With former President Trump far ahead in the polls, the fight for second place is heating up between the next two contenders, Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis. Nikki Haley can't get conservative voters. She's, she's playing for voters who are not even core Republicans. I think that what you're saying is we've got momentum. We've got momentum in Iowa. We've got momentum in New Hampshire. You're going to continue to see us be strong in South Carolina. Meanwhile, Vivek Ramaswamy making the case Republicans need to move on from Trump and elect a new leader with less baggage. If we need a commander-in-chief who's going to lead us to victory, I think that our base needs to choose the general who is not yet wounded in that war. There's something dangerous happening in America. There's an extremist movement that does not share the basic beliefs in our democracy. President Biden's campaign releases its first re-election ad today. It comes the same day he is set to deliver a speech from Valley Forge, Pennsylvania using the historic Revolutionary War backdrop to call for a renewed fight for democracy. With just 10 days until the Iowa caucuses, campaigns now in full force. Former President Trump will hold a rally tonight in Sioux Center, Iowa, while Nikki Haley will be joined by New Hampshire Governor Chris Sununu for a Gen Z event in Des Moines. Expect the candidates to be virtually nonstop until votes are cast on January 15th. Drew Petromo, NBC News, Washington. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Click subscribe so you can get the latest podcasts from Alaska's news source automatically and stay up to date with breaking news and in-depth reporting available for free 24-7 with the Alaska's news source app.